We're giving Coach Speak a whole new meaning. This is Coach Speak on 103.1 and 1310 KFKA. Welcome on this Friday to Coach Speak. We are live from the Yellow Fiber Studio, and we are brought to you by Buildings by Design. Rent is going through the roof, and for many people, building their own office space, shop, house is more affordable. That's where Buildings by Design comes in. Get a hold of them at buildingsbydesign.com. And, of course, you can always check out some of the great projects they've completed on Facebook. Well, it's a basketball somewhat week and a lot of things going on. And, of course, this week, the the week out of CSU and uh, just so many things going on. I think one of the things we've overlooked a little bit uh, uh, on this program is the 3A district basketball uh, t- district tournaments going on, unlike the 4, 5, 6A uh, to where they get their 32-team brackets. There are district uh, tournaments, and we will be out at Eaton High School to cover Highland the Huskies, led by Coach Pete Freeman, and uh, the Straw. Strasburg team has had an outstanding team, uh, outstanding season this year. And uh, joining us on the uh, Clearwater Products Hotline, Coach Pete Freeman, uh, going to give us a little synopsis of what's going on tomorrow. Coach, how are you? Hey, Coach, how are you doing this morning? Well, you've had quite a week, and uh, your team's playing for the championship tomorrow. Uh, against Coach Bullock's, uh Strasburg team. Give us, uh, bef- before we talk about your team, though, Pete, and your game tomorrow, give us kind of the schedule leading up tomorrow because people can get out to Eaton High School and watch, uh, what, four terrific games? Yeah, four games. So I think, pretty sure here, the girls' third place game starts at uh, nine, and that should be Platte Valley and Timnit. Then you go boys third place, which would be Timnit Liberty, and then two championship games: Highland Strasburg, and then Highland Strasburg again. So wow! So, so uh, both boys and girls program uh, facing off in the championship, and yeah. uh, that's not real frequent that something like that happens. But it does show us uh, this year the strength of. Uh, both schools in, in uh, both boys and girls basketball. Hey, talk to us a little about your semifinal game uh, with Timnath. Yeah, you know, we knew. Uh, I don't know if you've seen Timnath. We talked about them earlier. They're, uh, you know, they're young, um, but they're, uh, they look like 6A kids. They're big. Um, they, they're big, they're big kids. Yeah, they, uh, I mean, they outsize us. Um, they're getting better. They're definitely a team that you can watch improve every every single week. And, uh, you know, we played them a couple of weeks ago, and watching that film, it was like, man, they missed some shots that they usually make, and I don't know if we could play much better. And then we came out the other night, and we started so hot, and we got up on them like 15, 20 points, and they just did not go away. And they uh, <laughs> they made it interesting towards the end. They uh, I think they beat us the second, third, and fourth quarters. So credit to them for not going away, and uh, they got they got some talented kids. They really do. Yeah, they do. And this year, probably the majority of their players are sophomores. I know yep. they do have uh, juniors as well, but uh, yep. probably m- the majority of sophomores. And, yep. and uh, Pete, quite honestly, this is for another discussion at another time. But uh, this is the diverse dispersing of talent. 
in yep. the Poudre school districts now yep. with, with with six uh, high schools and the higher classifications. There's not a team remaining between uh, Poudre, Rocky, Fort Collins, and Fossil into the Sweet 16 this year. So uh, the talent level is certainly dispersed. And uh, uh, credit to t- Timnath of uh, you know taking a lot of that talent and using it at the 3A level this year. Yeah, you know that. I mean that Roselle kid. Um, they got the younger Barker kid. You know, I think Roselle's like six seven. Then, then the the big deal that they're they're really improving on is, I think their guards are just maturing and they're getting used to. You know, they got thrown into varsity against good three A teams on day one as freshmen. And uh, you know, you got to get used to the speed and you got to get used to what works and what doesn't. And and you can see that coming with those kids where every game they're just getting more comfortable and and realizing their ability and, and, and playing up to the level of the competition. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and then Roselle, 6'7", six, 6'8", six, he, he's a problem. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, Max. And then the mock, the mock kid, um, the mock kid is just so athletic and so strong. Um, you know, I, I know he had a really good track season last year, too, and and he, you know, he's he's a really good athlete and, and a and a smart basketball player. Yeah, uh, there's actually three three kids on that team that yep. we thought would be wearing purple. Yep. <laughs> so I know yep. the impact and the loss of uh, some of the some of those players. Uh, uh, I certainly can I'll, talk about that firsthand. I'm glad I'm not going to play them next year. So. <laughs> so so do they go up to four A next year? They do go to four A. So okay. they go to the Severance League. Um, the league that Severance is gotcha. In. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Both them and Wellington both go into that league next year. And and, and Timnath, uh, uh, talent wise, they they will definitely be ready. Uh, Wellington has struggled with their basketball program, yep. Uh, yep. but uh, Timnath certainly certainly ready. Uh, yep. Hey, you faced the Strasburg guys before. Yep. Uh, what, do, what for our listening audience? Uh, what kind of game do you anticipate? What kind of game do you think we'll see tomorrow out at Eaton? Uh, it's going to be exciting. It's going to be fast. Uh, I think the crowds are going to be pretty great. Um, you know, I think there's uh, with Strasburg and Highland going back to back in the championship games, there should be a lot of people and and then um, you know a lot of Eaton basketball fans. Last year when we played Platte Valley there, um, it was like a third Platte Valley, a third Highland, and a third Eaton people just to come watch the game. So. Imagine it's going to be a big crowd. Um, it's going to be a fast-paced game. I think I looked at it the other day. I think they averaged 73 a game, and we averaged like 73 and a half a game. So uh, points. So we'll. It's going to be up and down, and and there's good scores on on both teams, and and uh, we're pretty similar. Um, if you watch the way they play and the, watch the way we play, uh, we're we're pretty similar. We really are. Yeah, that should should be a lot of fun, and uh, of course, the winner of this uh, automatically gets. Now, t- tell me, the winner of this yeah. uh, gets regionals. Gets gets the, gets the regionals, and, and again, we have to kind of reeducate uh, our audience on three A that they get eight regionals. Okay, yep. there will be eight regionals. So each district winner, if finished in the top sixteen in RPI, uh, yep. they will get to host. So uh, a lot of state, a lot at stake here as far as guaranteeing a host spot. Yeah, and the way it looks right now, I mean, either for us or Strasburg, it's win and host for sure, or get beat and go on the road next week. So there is a lot at stake on it. You know, you want to. 
you want to be able to host regionals. You want to be in your gym. You want to control the schedule, um, you know, when you play and, and that kind of stuff. And uh, you go on the road and you're just kind of at someone else's whim and you get <laughs> – you get it taken out of your hands a little bit. And, and uh, you know, I know um, bowlers, I know he's won. I know they're undefeated at home this year, and I think they won the last couple. So, you know, you're probably talking 16, 17 in a row for, at home for them. And, sure. And we're at, we're at 25 in a row winning and all. So playing at home is a big deal. So it's a big game to try to get that host regional. Uh, did you try to get the league to move the game tonight, saying there's something – you know, wrong at the gym at Eaton or something, you know, but, and we're the closest site near, so yeah, why don't we I just bring it over to Highland? Tim, you know, I thought about calling Tanner and just saying, hey, man, what's wrong with your gym? Yeah. We can host it here. Yeah. <laughs> can we find something? Uh, can, yeah. no. uh, between you two guys, I, I, I know you com- you highly competitors, and, and these teams, as you said, are, are so similar. We could see uh, a game in the 80s tomorrow. Yeah, you know, if we're both hitting shots, I mean, Hey, Strasburg got 80 on me last time, so we're we're hoping not to let him score 80 again. Um, that's that's definitely a goal. But yeah, if we're both hitting and we're both going, and and uh, you know we're both averaging you know less than 10 seconds on a possession, um, 80s is 80s is uh, could happen for sure. Well, and I'll tell you that I was out watching. Uh... The Eaton girls, uh, great facility. You know, it's a great spot to play. You guys should have a great yeah. game. And, uh, again, first game starts at 9, and then are we on the uh, hour-and-a-half mark? Is that yep. how it's uh, – so yep. So chances are your game probably won't start until before 2 o'clock uh, yeah. in, in, all, we'll in, all likely, <laughs> in all likelihood. But uh, get out there, everybody, and uh, watch some great 3A basketball and, and – Unusual, but we have two Strasburg and Highland going for both the girls and the boys championships tomorrow. Well, Pete, hey, have a great day. Uh, day before, it's always like let's get this day over with and get to tomorrow so we can play. Uh, yeah, best, best, a long of, day. yeah, best of luck to uh, to you. And you know, however. Uh, you keep playing next week, yep. and that's that the, is a nice thing. That's the best news. That is certainly the best news. Uh, that is Pete Freeman of the Highland Huskies, and of course, his team will be ramped up tomorrow uh, to take on uh, Strasburg. Hey, if you've been injured on the job site but not serious enough to get surgery, make that pain go away at Proactive. Visit visit our friends at Proactive at either Eaton or Greeley. Check them out online. At at ProactiveColorado.com. We're going to be back with the voice of the Bears, Mike Rice, after these messages. Southern Colorado's voice, 103.1 and 1310 KFKA. The Bears and the Rams had two of the best college basketball players in the country. Will they be enough to lead their teams to the big dance? For all things NOCO sports, keep it here on 103.1 and 1310 KFKA. Welcome back to Coach Speak. We are live from the Yellow Fiber Studios. And, uh, hey, if you have a text for us, uh, we'd love to hear from you at the Mosier Funeral and Cremation Services text line. Text us at 888 530 
4-3. If there's that special performance or that special game you want us to make sure we uh, get covered, uh, again, text us at the Mosier Funeral and Cremation Services text line 888-530-0043. And I had the opportunity to watch the UNC Bears live last night, but I can't tell you throughout the season, most of my time, I'm, I'm coming out of the gym and turning on the game after practice and it's none better than to hear Mike Rice on on the uh, broadcast. And we're fortunate to have the voice of the Bears, Mike Rice, with us today. Mike, thanks for joining us. And uh, how's your day after the day of the game? <laughs> Coach Bruce, it is great to be with you. Thanks for having me. It's always great. You know, and, and the beauty of the big sky once you get into conference play is you know like the teams i don't i don't know that i put in quite the time but you know friday is usually a day of getting ready for the saturday game and so i have been listening to you and the morning guys as i've sort of dived into eastern washington which is um, a little bit of a scary proposition well absolutely that's going to be a great game uh but hey let's talk about the the game last night idaho they kind of hung in there early and and you could just sense you know the bears kind of taking control but that was really a trap game for the bears i mean that's, that's one where you can't look ahead to eastern washington and they took care of business yeah, sorry about that. I agree. And and Steve talked a little bit about that, Coach Steve Smiley, I know this morning with the guys. Uh, you know, look, there's no doubt that Northern Colorado's a better team than Idaho. They were better when they played them up there in January, and Idaho stayed with them for 26, 28 minutes before the Bears had a big run. I expected Idaho to give them a game. I actually thought, Bruce, that the Bears controlled the game last night not more than I thought they would, but pretty well. And and I asked Coach Smiley about that after, and, and you know better than than most, you know, when you're a coach you're never really at ease during a game, even never. if you're up even <laughs> even if you're up big and even if you're controlling things. Um, but I thought the Bears did a really nice job. They were just solid last night. They shot the ball well in the second half as they've, you know, been um, used to doing, and I thought Brock Wisney was huge, and they looked for him, and he delivered, uh, and that just gives them another wrinkle uh, that they can go to here come you know, down the stretch, Saturday night being one occasion and also into the Big Sky Tournament. Yeah, Brock was huge and, you know, his, his inside game, but his presence. Uh, I love his presence of his teammates around him. Uh, he can, he finds the open guy overall. Uh, just, just does a great job. You, you know, you talk about you, you're never too comfortable. I think, uh, UNC had a 15 point lead and, and Idaho comes down and hits back to back threes and you could just sense coach like okay that's it that's enough we gotta we gotta retake control here you know but it's amazing how those uh, threes can change that uh, that momentum a little bit but very short-lived for Idaho last night hey Mike overall during this season you know going into the season I wasn't sure what kind of ball club coach Smiley would have you know in the Big Sky Conference uh, totally rebuilt from the the transfer portal Uh, what's your been what's your assessment of their overall uh, success been thus far? I I think it's been a really good basketball team on and off the court, and I think that's really important, Bruce. The, you know, chemistry, guys bonding, guys genuinely being, like being around each other. Uh, The Bears have all of that stuff off the court, and I think when you add that to the mix of the talent, 
the competitive fire, the resiliency, the toughness, all those kind of on-court things, I think you have a chance to do something really special. And and it's it became apparent early in the Big Sky season that if this team stays healthy, knock on wood, uh, they have and hopefully will, uh, they're going to have a chance to win the Big Sky tournament. I don't know how it's going to turn out, but there's no doubt in my mind they're good enough and they've got all the elements. And if they play well, they're going to be a handful for anybody. Just like there are some other teams. You can say that about Eastern Washington. I think you can say it about Weber State now sure. as they're at 9-5. and five. And Montana, those are the four teams, I think, that have a legitimate shot. The other teams are going to have to catch fire and lightning in a bottle and that kind of stuff. But what I like about the Bears is a couple things. Number one, they have multiple guys offensively that can carry the team either for a game or for a long stretch during a game. We know what Saints done. Day-Day's come on. He had his streak of four straight 20-point games snapped last night. Jaron really can score when he needs to. I mean, he had 26 against Eastern up in Washington. He didn't score against Idaho, and he's fine with that. Uh, and obviously, you know, Brock can, can catch fire. Riley Abercrombie can do the same from the outside, much like Brock can the inside. But the other thing I really like about this team, and there's no way to coach it, there's no way to predict it, is you cannot count them out. They had a bad first half against Portland State a week ago Thursday in Portland. They're down 21 in the second half, and in, in the next 12 and a half minutes, they get that game tied. They actually go up one in the final couple minutes and finally lose in overtime. So they've got that ability to hang in there and to battle back, and they... they they just have a lot of elements, I think, that are going to bode well as they get to Boise. You know, Jared, to me, is a coach's dream because he's one of those kind of guys, players that gets, you don't have to score to, to contribute to your team. You can score, but you can do so many other things that lead to that team chemistry and that team win. And a really fun kid to watch play. He is. And I asked Steve about it on po- on pregame last night. I said, here you have a point guard who can score, but is fine if he doesn't score. And you don't always get that out of your point guard. A lot of times they want to not only control the game, but they want to do it themselves. And and that's fine. Sometimes you need that. They needed it up at Eastern. He had 26 that night. Saint had 20. The Bears lost by three, uh, coming nearly coming back from 11 down in the second half. But, but Jaron's a kid that's just fine. I mean, you give him seven assists and five rebounds, and controlling the game and being that quarterback, as we like to say, out of the point guard spot, and he's fine with that. And that's you don't always get that out of a point guard who has the ability to fill it up offensively. Hey, Mike, I want to talk about your career a little bit, too, and just being the voice of the Bears. just leading up, you've had so many great experiences in, in this business, but what are your some of your highlights over your career uh, that just stand out to you? Yeah, I mean, I think going back to, you know, way back in the day when I was calling UNC games, I mean, the two football national championships are tough to beat. Um, and th- those were teams that um, I think much like, and I was talking to um, – uh, the, the guys, I think, in the morning a week or so ago, and and there's a little bit of a parallel in that this basketball team, you never, you never quite know who's going to carry, who's going to contribute, who's going to be the main guy, how a game's going to unfold. But you know, the Bears are going to be in the game. And back in the day with those football teams, you just knew that there was a good chance they were going to win, 
but you didn't know exactly how. I mean, you had Tom Beck, you had Court McGuffey at quarterback, you had obviously the the late great Vincent Jackson there a little bit later on. Um, not not in the title years, but I mean, they had a bevy of receivers. They had great running backs. The defense was terrific, uh, and and it was just you, you never knew. And so it was so much fun every Saturday to go to the stadium and go, all right, who's gonna who's gonna find a way to to, to be the guy this week? And, and a lot of times there were two or three. There, there were some lean years, admittedly, for for men's basketball. The years I was calling the Bears, but the you know Greg Bruce. Um, the head coach of the women's team there for a while had a had a great run. Sure did. Uh, G- Gary Schwartz did the same as as the head coach of the Bears, and so those 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 two guys made it fun. And uh, I think I think during my time in Denver, I mean, again, you, you look at the at the October run for the Rockies in '07, and and how exciting that was to cover the World Series, and it just makes me so hopeful that somehow, some way. They can become relevant again and play meaningful games in September, and who knows, make a playoff push. It's obviously such a tough division uh, when you have teams spending money like the Dodgers do, and spending money, you know, ten years from now with Shohei. I mean, he's basically on a two million dollar contract, uh, two million a year for ten years before he gets all the deferred money. That that makes it tough, but it's so much fun because this is a baseball area when the Rockies are good, and it makes me want them to be really good again. Yeah, and I'm such a baseball guy. I mean, that truly was my first love and uh, uh, love watching the Rockies, follow the Rockies. I'm a little upset about the TV thing, of course, Uh, but uh, it's just they're they're so fun to watch. It's so fun to go to Kuros Field, and uh, you're right. This is somewhat of a baseball state. I I think it was on Brady's show, uh, heard him talking about this is really a baseball state. You know, the the Broncos team-wise probably. You know, own it somewhat, but when baseball is relevant, uh, there's a lot of people in this state that get behind it. I don't think there's any question about that. I've always maintained, and I don't think this is really anything new, that if all four pro teams in Denver are winning at a high level, I think I think the interest level goes Broncos, Rockies, Nuggets, and Avs. Yeah. And and I don't, and that's not to downplay what the no. Nuggets and Abs have done. I mean, it's it, what the Nuggets did last year is fabulous. I mean, Joker's going to go down as one of the great, the greatest, one of the greatest NBA players in history. We know this. He already is at his position and overall. And and I, I just think though, it, I mean, for people who were here in '07, I mean, it was 16, 17 years ago. But at the same time. For those of us who remember it, you don't, I mean, you remember it because it was so exciting. You do. You remember exactly yeah. where you were right. when Matt Holliday scored against San Diego. Yeah, well, and that's the single most exciting <laughs> baseball game I've ever seen in person. Because of the stakes that were on it, obviously, with the play-in game and the, the chance to move on in the playoffs and the loser going home and then just the excitement of, of the, the Rockies, you know, the way they won it and the way the game unfolded, but... Um, I I just I really do hope, and I hope too, because you know I want to see you know Dick and Charlie do well. I want to see their team do well. Um, they take a lot of heat. Some of it, obviously, they know the business they're in. That's that's part of pro sports. But I think they also take some shots that are a little bit unfair. And it would be great if if the Rockies at first get competitive, uh, first be able to to get you know be around that five hundred five hundred plus mark. And I don't know if it's going to happen this year. There's always optimism, but 
certainly there's some big obstacles, but well, and, and my, I, I hope it happens. Yeah, and maybe with uh, an addition of another team expansion, maybe the divisions are are uh, go a different route, and we're not in that Dodger division. But uh, that would be well. And there's been talk be of fun. realignment yeah. even without expansion. But uh, you, you know, the, a few years ago, this was probably pre-COVID. Uh, there was talk that by now there would be expansion. I don't know how much COVID played a part in that, but you would think that, I mean, the Rockies should be in the central. And if they're in the central, the competitive balance for where they are as a market and for where they are as, you know, a budget, you know, their budget falls, certainly it would be much better in the the middle of the country than it would be on the west coast you absolutely got the, Gi- the, Boy, the dodgers the giants those kind of team. padres have spent a ton of money recently it's 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 tough for them to compete in that regard yeah great insight mike thank you hey uh tell us about and you know pregame tomorrow five thirty. correct yes. uh tip uh-huh. off at 6 p.m so it's going to be a day of basketball as we're going to have the uh, highland huskies and uh strasburg indians on before that as their their girls and boys play back-to-back in championships of uh, their district finals and then soon after that will be the tip-off show but uh, hey, hey mike in a nutshell how much have you enjoyed watching these bears this year a lot of fun it's been so enjoyable uh steven if his staff make it that way uh first off i mean he is the best to work with not all coaches um do that with with the folks who cover the team regularly and so i'm i'm really thankful to coach smiley for that but i mean just the the way this team i'm just used to covering unc basketball when when it struggled a little bit and to see this team be 10 and 4 in the big sky and have a realistic shot to win the tournament and move on to the NCAAs is exciting. And I do hope, I know that he was talking to Brian and Tanner this morning about I hope fans respond tomorrow. I know there's there's great high school action as you were talking about with coach a few moments ago and up at Eaton and other teams playing around the Denver area and whatnot. But and Coach I hope, Smiley's son plays tomorrow yep, for Windsor. That's right. <laughs> the Windsor that's right. Wizards. <laughs> they, they, they play TJ in a, in a Sweet 16 <laughs> right. game. But I hope people find a way to get to Bank of Colorado Arena tomorrow night. It should be a competitive game. It it should be you know back and forth. I'd be surprised if if either team pulled away and won big because these teams are right now, by the standings, the two best in the Big Sky Conference, and it's going to be fun. It will be fun. Hey, Mike, thanks so much for joining us this morning. Can't uh, you know? Can't wait for that game tomorrow. Uh, should just should be phenomenal. Again, folks, uh, pregame uh, talk at five thirty. Tip off at six. Join Mike Rice if you can't get to the Bank of Colorado facility, but. Get on campus, support those Bears. And, Mike, thanks a lot. We'll talk to you soon. You bet, Coach. Always good to be with you. Thank you. Absolutely. Mike Rice, what a great job he does. And he talks about Steve Smiley, man. I'm biased, I know, but I think Steve is phenomenal. I've known Steve since, actually, he was born. So uh, love that guy. And uh, great seeing the success he has had as the head man of the UNC Bears. Uh, We're going to get back and talk a little 5A basketball after these messages with Mike Puccio of the Green Mountain Rams. Northern Colorado's voice. 
1310 KFKA. The Bears and the Rams had two of the best college basketball players in the country. Will they be enough to lead their teams to the big dance? For all things no-go sports, keep it here on 103.1 at 1310 KFKA. Welcome back to Coach Speak on this Friday. Uh, I want to thank High Desert Irrigation. Mario and Destiny Gomez are the owners of High Desert Irrigation, formerly Alliance Irrigation, and they want to save farmers and ranchers' backs across northern Colorado. When you get a rinky sprinkler on your farm, not only do you save the pain from irrigating, but you also save up to 60% in water usage. Get plans to get that sprinkler on your farm. Call them today at 970-353-1621. Well, we're in we're down to the Sweet 16 and 4A, 5A, 6A basketball. And uh, joining us to share a little uh, his, his expertise on the 5A boys bracket, Coach Mike Puccio of the Green Mountain Rams, whose team will take on uh, Mesa Ridge here uh, tomorrow. Coach, how's your day going? Coach, thanks for having me. Uh, day's going great. How are you? Well, it's the day before. You always want to get it over with because you're anxious to play. And, and especially, uh, you know, everybody's so used to playing on Friday nights. And and the boys play on Saturday uh, this year and the girls on Friday nights. But uh, uh, tell us about your routine getting ready uh, after your win the other night over Falcon. Uh, tell us uh, your routine getting ready to take on Mesa Ridge. Yeah, we, uh, we had a great practice yesterday. We went uh, short but really hard, uh, did some recovery work. We have a yoga instructor and then followed by some ice baths. Which uh, Wait a minute. Ate. Wait a minute. I'm going to interrupt you right there. You have a <laughs> yoga instructor come to your practice? Yes, sir. Okay. T- tell the audience about this. <laughs> uh, it's, it's more movement specialists. Um, we work on hip mobility, and, and some days it's more restorative meditation. Some days it's it's more uh, pregame stuff where we get the blood the blood flowing and more um, game movement specific stuff. And it's uh, yeah, she's been great. She's an unbelievable asset. Uh, do you guys still do brain gyms? Yes, we do uh, portions of the brain gyms. Absolutely. Uh, wow, uh, I bet we're the only two programs in the state of Colorado that uh, do brain gym activities uh, in in our practices. But hey, Mike, let's talk about man this five A bracket, and, and of course, uh, you know, being up north here, uh, we're following the Windsor Wizards. But a team that you probably know a little more about is Thomas Jefferson. Uh, tell us about this matchup, uh, Windsor and TJ. Any insight on TJ? Uh, it's going to be that's going to be must see basketball. Uh, Grant Lehman does an unbelievable job. Uh, Shane Curry's rolling. Um, the, both guards are rolling. I know they lost their big um, to that meniscus tear. Oh, that they did. Them, yeah, that makes them a little different. I believe he's still out, um, which makes them completely different. But um, you know, Grant will have a good game plan. And you want to talk about efficiency, uh, Windsor. Windsor and Mesa Ridge, for that matter, are probably the most efficient teams the state's seen in, in the past few years, and um, they're not going to beat themselves, I'll tell you that. 
Um, so, so you know, TJ's got their hands full, but but uh, so does Windsor, for that matter. It's going to be that's going to be must see basketball. Yeah, and I was looking forward to that matchup, but I did not know the big kid from TJ is out. Um, and you said that's a meniscus tear or a. a... That's heard. I, 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 yeah, don't don't quote me on sure. that. Uh, live radio but uh yeah i'm I'm pretty sure he's still out well mike we would never repeat anything on live radio which (laughs) reminds me all of our shows are podcasts so if you miss anything coach puccio says during this interview you know you can always go back and listen to the podcast so uh but uh anyway hey you've got to be pleased with your team you know from the beginning of the year uh how they've just come on strong here lately well i gotta tell you something um yeah, obviously pleased, and, and this is such a, a fun group, and we, we knew this would be a group that was very capable. Um, but I got to tell you, the frustration with the football overlap, we didn't get our guys back till like, December 1st. So that, that one-in-five start when we were dribbling a coconut because we were out of shape and just not in basketball mode, um, you know, we knew we knew who we were. And, uh, man, if we could have just got – of those early uh, of those early games, especially against the six A opponents that we scheduled, um, we'd have a different road, um, you know, in this tournament. But but nonetheless, um, the guys are ready. Uh, we're playing our best basketball right now. We got three guys close to forty percent from the three point line, and uh, it's it's like those Rams teams uh, of old, buddy. It's we're looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to just uh, you know seeing and hearing about the game tomorrow. Uh, we'll be live on. Uh, we're actually covering some three A basketball tomorrow live out at uh, verse, uh, Highland versus Strasburg. Two outstanding three A teams. But uh, uh, Mike, as you as you look at the bracket, who could? I mean, you could probably look at almost every game and say, you know what, I can see this being an upset. But is there anybody that stands out in the bracket outside of the Rams uh, that could uh, we could be reading about Sunday morning and saying, wow, look at that game? Yeah, I, I still think, you know, there's more parity this year, I think, um, is, is what people like to have been saying to me. Vista Peak stresses you differently than, than anybody. Um, Windsor's efficiency is wildly scary. Um, and then, you know, you gotta, you gotta give the state, returning state champions credit where credit's due. I mean, they return the majority of that team and, and they're battle tested, um, and they're tough as nails. Um, you know, those, those would be the three, um, obviously the, the three favorites. And, and then, like you said, uh, TJ is capable, you know, we're capable, um, there, there's there's more parity this year than I think there's been. It's not so uh, so top heavy where I don't think those teams can can be upset. I, I think you're exactly right. Hey, let's talk about Northfield Longmont matchup a little bit. Uh, you know, Jeff Coster, veteran guy, he's going to slow it way down. Oh yeah, against a high flying Northfield team. Uh, how good is it? Most people didn't even know there was a high school named Northfield High School. You know, relatively new. But tell us about this number one ranked team right now in five A. Yeah, that's going to be a good one. You talk about two contrasting uh, styles, and and uh, you know, Jeff's just forgotten more about the game than I've ever known. Um, they're going to be ready, and and you know, they're fully capable of uh, containing 
superior players. Um, you know, Maurice Austin had only had 29 the other night. What a, what a player he is. Um, you know, but, but they, they had a great game plan and, and, um, yeah, with Cade and, and uh, the the Kloster combo of Cade and, and Jeff Kloster, they're they're going to be ready. It's going to be interesting. And they did. Establish their their uh, their style is going to win the game. They they held Maurice Austin uh, below his average. Uh, yeah, uh, you, you know this kid. Uh, t- <laughs> how many times have, have you seen uh, Maurice play, Coach? Uh, quite a bit. Um, we played them over the past four years, and um, being a Pueblo guy. Uh, his father was played for Joe Folda, so we we've always kept in touch, and uh, we, we witnessed Maurice for 45 this season. He he put 45 right. on. Right. Um, that's with a face guard, guys in the gap. I mean, he's he is as advertised. He's the real deal. Wow, uh, <laughs> you know it, it's it's just so hard to, you know, until you see that factor, that it factor. You know how good a kid can be, and uh, he certainly has that it factor. So, uh, uh, do you guys go down tomorrow or uh, leave tonight? Uh, we're going to go down tomorrow. We're going to get a, a light shoot around in the morning with a little team breakfast, and then uh, yeah, get down there and. Uh, Get get loose right away. We'll probably get some some running in the halls of Mesa Ridge, and then uh, wait to take the court. I think thirty minutes is the official yeah uh, chapter policy. And yeah, we'll just uh, yeah we'll treat it just like a normal uh, normal routine on uh, on away games that you know that aren't over the past an hour and a half is very manageable. And uh, yeah, we're looking forward to the challenge. They're 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 elite. We're looking forward to it. They are. But uh, hey, just have them play like your senior year. Against yes, Arvada sir. West, yes, and uh, you guys are going to have a lot of smiles on your faces. Yes, sir. We're looking forward to the challenge. All right, Coach. Good luck, Mike. Uh, yes, appreciate thanks, your time. I know you got to get back to work, uh, uh, but uh, really do appreciate your time and wish you the best of luck tomorrow uh, down against Mesa Ridge. Coach, thanks a lot. Love you. All right, baby. And uh, that is Mike Puccio. Uh, and I will say this now that Mike's gone. The most overachieving player I've ever coached. And I'm not surprised what a great success he has been as a uh, head high school coach. Uh, We're going to take a break and we'll wrap up Coach Speak when we get back. Coming Colorado's Voice, 103.1 and 1310 KFKA. Scores, interviews, and more. Preps Rewind with Mike Danson. Saturdays at 10 on Northern Colorado's Voice. 103.1 and 1310 KFKA. Welcome back. Great having Mike Puccio, the uh, head mentor of the Green Mountain Rams, giving us some insight on the 5A boys bracket. And also always great. Uh, hearing from Mike Rice of the UNC Bears and uh, Pete Freeman as we'll be out to cover their game against Strasburg out at Eaton High School tomorrow. Hey, quickly, let's get uh, some of the home teams around northern Colorado that will be hosting games. Uh, first tonight, uh, uh, Resurrection hosts Jefferson Academy. Uh, Eaton, however, they do travel to Pagosa. Uh, Sev- Severance, uh, they travel to Dievlin. I want to get a home game here. Uh, University, see Coach Baum, 
Matt Baumgartner's team. They are the seventh seed. They host number 10 Delta, and uh, that will be at the Bulldogs Gymnasium today, and that's uh, for 4A girls. Uh, 4A boys hosting tomorrow, uh, Severance. Uh, they will take on uh, DSST out at uh, Severance tomorrow afternoon. Uh, also locally, Resurrection hosts Fort Lupton. So two local teams uh, going at each other uh, today as well. And uh, uh, that gives you a little action. So uh, Northern Colorado, lots of opportunity to support the high school kids. Uh, go out, give them some support. Thanks to all our guests. Stay tuned for the whole show. We love you, Northern Colorado. Northern Colorado.